all these words and pondered them in her heart. Mary treasured and pondered them. Pondered. Mary had a lot to ponder. The shepherds had come to see the newborn baby, telling of what the angels had sung and said about this baby. To you was born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. Glory to God in the highest heaven on earth, peace among those whom he favors, peace to his people on earth. These words are amazing to hear, to, amazing to ponder, that from her would be born the Messiah, the Lord. She must have truly pondered these words. Not finding room in the inn, lots of debates exist as to what the inn was and what it was not. It seems likely that it wasn't sort of like a Motel 6 or a Hilton. It was, in fact, more like a bed and breakfast run by a family. And not just any old family, probably Joseph's family. They were going home, after all, to be registered for the taxation. So they were going home, and yet there was no room for her to bear the child in the house, in the inn. And so they sent her not to some stable out behind like it's usually pictured, but to the bottom floor, to a cave that made up the bottom floor of a multi-level building. Just as today in Palestine they build multiple levels with the eldest members on, of the family and then the next generation and the next generation and the next generation all the way down. And on the very bottom level, they would have the stable. And they would put the animals in the stable, and the animals' heat would literally rise and warm the house. So the, the, the horse, if they had it, the cow, the sheep, they would bring them in to that basement ground, underground level. And their heat would rise to heat the house. So it was the perfect place to take the child since there was no room in the house for the child to be born. It was the perfect place to take Mary for her to bear this child amidst the animals. So she must have pondered this, left home from Nazareth, headed south to Bethlehem outside of Jerusalem. And they didn't even have enough room for her in the house for her to bear the child. And so they went to the basement, to the, to the garage level, where it was actually the warmest to have the child. And she pondered this. She placed this child in a feeding trough in the manger, a feeding trough, something that you would normally put the grain in for the animals to eat. Nourishment. Sustenance. Not kings. Not the Son of God, not the Lord. The, 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 God's kings, the Lord, don't sleep in a feeding trough. You put grain in the feeding trough for the animals to eat in the winter. Not a baby, not a king, not the Lord, 
not the Messiah? Hmm. Pondered. Mary had a lot to ponder. Amazed at what the shepherds had told her and the angels had said, I'm sure her mind pondered back nine months to the words of another angel, to the archangel Gabriel, who came to speak to her and gave these words, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. She was much perplexed by those words. She pondered those words. She mused on those words. She considered those words. Of course, because they were perplexing. Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus, and he will be great. And will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. I mean, that took a lot of pondering, I'm sure, to hear these words coming from an angel. He continues, He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary, having pondered this, says, How can this possibly be? For I'm a virgin. How can I give birth to a child, let alone the Son of God, because I'm a, I'm a virgin? And the angel says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. Mary must have pondered those words. The Holy Spirit overshadows, and she conceives in her womb. And nine months later, she bears a son into the world, a little baby into the world, a baby that cried, a baby that drooled, a baby that does what babies do, making noises and sounds and smells that babies make. And she takes this baby and puts it in a feeding trough and ponders these words, these words that she remembered Gabriel saying, and then she remembers now hearing echoed in the words of the shepherds and what the angels told the shepherds. In this whole experience, it says she pondered these words in her heart. Do we? We live in a world of similar darkness, of similar strife, of similar difficulties. We live in a world of similar pain and anguish, of violence, of injustice, of oppression. Very similar to the world in which Mary found herself in the Roman occupation. We live in a world that is occupied by sin too social sin, communal sin, personal sin, in need of social redemption, communal redemption, and personal redemption. We live in a world just like Mary's. 
occupied by the powers and forces of darkness. And just as this angel came to Mary, just as these angels came to the shepherds, just as these miraculous experiences occurred to them, and then they saw and realized that in this miraculous baby, this beautiful child, is born the Messiah, the Anointed One of God, the Son of God, God with us, Emmanuel, God with us, Yeshua, which means Yahweh delivers. In this child is all of these concepts both embodied and promised. The hope, love, joy, and peace of God. Just as they experience these realities right there in this child, so also we have an opportunity to experience these realities. Mary said, how is it possible for me to bear this child? I'm only a virgin. And the angel said, the, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. The power of the Most High will come upon you. Well, how can we overcome darkness in our lives? How can we combat the powers and forces of sin in this world? How can we address issues of evil and violence and racism and hatred and oppression systematized by our structured society, inherited from our ancestors, bequeathing to our descendants? How, how do we experience the hope the love and the joy and the peace of God, too. Well, we can't. Not by our own power. But just like Mary, when the Holy Spirit overshadows us and the power of the Most High comes upon us, we, too, can conceive within ourselves, within our hearts, the Christ child the power of hope, the power of love, the power of joy, the power of peace. We can conceive within the womb of our hearts the very power of God, which can remold us personally, individually, communally, socially, eternally. Can remold us and reshape us and transform us into what the angels sang about. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom He, God, favors. My brothers and sisters, we are called to look at this Christ child lying in this feeding trough as truly the nourishment for our eternal life. We're to look at this Christ child in this feeding trough and realize that just as the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary and she conceived miraculously and gave birth to this child, this miraculous child who would change the universe and indeed in coming changes the universe, so also we are to be overshadowed, set aside by the power of the Most High. Because it's not about us. In our lives, we think that everything is about us. Number one, me, myself, and I. It's not. It's not about us. 
It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about your family. It's not about this city or this church. It's not about this country, this state. It's not about our... It's not about us. It's about God. It's about the love of God in Jesus Christ. And it's about what God is getting ready to do in us, to us, for us, and through us. It's not about us. It's about God. It's not about us. It's about that baby in that feeding trough waiting to feed the world. As you come to the table of the Lord today, to feast on the riches of the grace of Jesus. As you come to the table of the Lord today, to feast on the riches of the powerful hope, love, joy, and peace of God in Jesus Christ our Lord. I want to encourage you to let the Holy Spirit overshadow you. Let the Holy Spirit overshadow you. Let the power of the Most High come upon you Fill you, set you aside, transform you, so that all that we do might be pointing to that Christ child. All we say may be pointing to that Christ child, that our every breath may be the breath of the Spirit of God bringing life to the world. this day allow the holy spirit to overshadow you just as mary did allow the holy spirit to overshadow you and conceive in the womb of your hearts anew afresh again the christ child who comes to set us free who comes to deliver us who comes to bring us truly eternity. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Amen. 
Almighty God, have mercy upon you, forgive all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Holy Creator, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the giver of life, love, joy, and peace, blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, master of all that was and is and is to come. You formed us from the elements of all eternity. Speaking your word of grace, you created us and breathed into us the breath of life, giving us your very image and calling us to a relationship with each other and with you. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. <laughs> For this glorious night in which we remember and celebrate the incarnation and birth of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. His coming was foretold by the Hebrew prophets, announced by the archangel Gabriel, and humbly accepted by Mary and Joseph. Christ was conceived by faith, accepted by faith, recognized by faith, and proclaimed by faith. Shepherds were drawn to the site of his birth in Bethlehem of Judea and the heavenly host of angels sang of his glory. We join their songs of praise this night, opening our hearts and mouths to proclaim, Christ is born anew in us, Christ is born anew. For on that other night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave the cup to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts, O oh Father, we proclaim the mystery of the faith. Pour out your, your Holy Spirit, Spirit on us gathered, gathered here, and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ, that we may be before the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, 
and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. By Christ and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. As our Savior Christ has taught us, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The disciples knew the Lord Jesus in the breaking of the bread. And when Mary gave birth to Christ and placed him in that feeding trough, she was giving to the world the source of eternal nourishment, the source of eternal life. May we truly feast on the riches of his grace tonight and be reminded in the cup that he died for us, he poured out his blood for us, that we might never fear the presence of God that might truly enter into the eternal kingdom where we will feast at the heavenly banquet. Amen.
Lift your light high. Shine forth in the darkness. The darkness will not overcome it. It is the light of the Christ child shining in us anew. Go forth in peace. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forevermore. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.